Welcome to the Freedom From Within podcast. I am your host, Crystal Moreland. As a psychic medium and tell it like it is life coach for humans that are desiring more freedom, fulfillment, empowerment, and massive amounts of joy in their daily lives, I have made it my soul's work and mission to show you ways that your mindset and limiting beliefs are holding you hostage and teach you how you can quickly overcome them to get to any place you want to go. Freedom in your life doesn't come from outside of you. In fact, it comes from within. And by working with my clients through monthly membership programs and one-on-one private coaching, I'm able to really help you quantum leap your results to get you to your dreams, your desires, and ultimate abundance and fulfillment. Join me here on this podcast as we will dive into lessons I'm learning in my own life, lessons I'm seeing reflected in my clients' lives, and opportunities for you to make quick shifts that don't have to be hard, but can create empowering, unlimiting results. Welcome to episode 25. I am doing things a little bit differently today, and I gotta say, this is going to be a very vulnerable podcast episode for me. I'm, I'm feeling so much um, tension in my chest and my heart space and so much emotion, just incredibly raw emotion. Um, I actually had a completely different podcast recorded, ready to go. Um, it's sitting in my dashboard right now, this very moment, ready to go out tomorrow morning on Monday. Today is Sunday. Um, and I am for the first time ever, I'm wiping that and I'm, I'm recording this coming to you raw and going, going to walk you through what I'm experiencing in this moment. Um, for those of you that know and follow along and have been listening to the podcast for a while, I always record my episodes on, um, or during the week, right on Tuesdays and just generally go with what spirit leads me to, right? I don't plan my podcasts out. I don't make talking points. I just roll with whatever's coming up. And if you have been listening to the podcast up until now, you've noticed that the format has changed. The title has changed everything, which was such a beautiful unfolding. It was one of those things that I kind of want to encourage you, just a little sidebar, a little side note for you. If you have ever considered doing a podcast and you're like, but I can't, I'm not ready. I don't know what to name it. I don't know, like, is this going to be what I'm, you know, stuck with or what I use or whatever? Like, fuck all that. (laughs) Don't have to worry about any of that shit. It doesn't matter. When I started this podcast earlier this year, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to call it. So I was like, I'll just call it my business name, The Freedom Medium easy peasy. And when it's the right time and when I am divinely guided, then I will know what it's going to be. I will know where it's going, how it's shifting, all of that. And so naturally as things beautifully occur, it happened. I received um, divine guidance on that when I wasn't even looking for it. That's how it always comes. That's where the most beautiful things come from is when we're not seeking We're just allowing ourselves to be open to receive. And so here we are. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm very excited for the future of this podcast, for the ability to come here and not just talk about, 
you know, psychic mediumship, not just talk about spirituality, but really talk about all of the components of creating a life of freedom from within. You know, there's so much more that goes into this. There's so many more parts and pieces of ourselves. You know, our souls are naturally spiritual and naturally connected to that source creator i am higher self right that's that's where where our soul is is in our higher self and so being able to also bring in the human side of things we have a lot of shit that we're constantly coming up against constantly working through and i really want to bring that into a space where you don't just come for the spirituality stuff you don't just come to like hear cool stories about how <laughs> you know um psychic mediumship works or how it's, it's showing up in my life you can really get kind of an all-encompassing understanding of ways that you can improve your life develop that freedom from within right the freedom of our limiting beliefs the freedom of our self-doubts the freedom from our fears the freedom from our lack of confidence, the freedom from our external circumstances, right? Because so many of us feel so crippled by what's happening around us, not just in our own houses, but in our communities, in the world, all of it. And so this is just, I'm so excited to have you here. <laughs> Welcome to this new space. I hope you enjoy it. Um, today, I think it's perfectly fitting that this would come through today. I'm not usually, you know, I don't record on Sundays. I don't, I don't focus on business stuff on Sundays, but I was doing some journaling this morning, really trying to sort through. I have been having a really rough couple of weeks, to be honest, um, which is so surprising. I was telling my husband and he's noticed it too. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> bitch express train right rolling through the station <laughs> like I've been super agitated I've been super um like quick to anger and frustration which it's like wow where is this coming from this is the old crystal you know why is why is she coming back in what's happening right and um I was telling him I was like I just don't understand I was so in alignment and feeling so great about life and my business and everything and now I've like these last two weeks have been really fucking hard um, but leading up to that there was kind of like it was almost like a, a pressure cooker right it was building up building up building up and so yesterday I started to look back in my journal and um, which is so funny I never used to keep a journal. I always thought it was like the most impossible thing to do. I'm like, I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? I do not have time to sit and write about my feelings. Like, I can just think about them. I can just talk about them. No, it's not the same. <laughs> um, and it actually, it's such a great measuring tool, right? To be able to go back and see, okay, what's what has changed? When has this changed? How has this shifted for me? And can I... Can I start to kind of notice a pattern or notice a trend here of where this is coming from? And so yesterday I was looking back at my journal and I realized that the shift happened for me. It started um, like the misalignment started coming in when I started doing one-on-one -on -one coaching 
for my Phoenix Rising clients, which immediately when I realized that, I felt an enormous amount of guilt. And like, who the fuck are you? You're so ungrateful. Um, you are so unappreciative. Like, how on earth could you possibly fucking fall out of alignment coaching others, right? Like, this is where you were guided. This is where spirit showed you. You had a literal fucking phoenix rising in the fucking clouds. Like, within hours of you posting, you know, putting it up on your website and like announcing it to the world. Like there, there doesn't get a bigger fucking confirmation than that. By the way, if you haven't seen the Phoenix, <laughs> like go to my Instagram feed and scroll back to some earlier posts um, because it's there and it's insane. Like it's insane. I've never seen, <laughs> never seen anything like that in a cloud formation before. But anyway, it was just like all of these like massive weighted feelings of guilt. Like you fucking spoiled rotten little bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we're so good at tearing ourselves down when we have that guilt come in, right? Of like why we don't have a right to feel this way, right? We don't have the right to um, feel these frustrations, feel these misalignments, right? And so it's like this is this is what you were led to and then this is what you were excited about this is what you really felt called to do how the fuck could you be feeling like that's not aligning for you you know and so it has been a build a build up of frustrations in certain places within that space and um I had not, I had kind of gotten out of the practice of like daily journaling because I was also like filling up. My days have become so busy and so hectic. So I'm also, I've been like battling burnout with that too. And I'm trying to like, okay, I need to restructure things because I can't keep going this direction. I'm just feeling massively burnt out. And I'm like, what do I do? You know, so it's kind of like been this feeling of like, I feel so lost at every fucking turn. And I'm sharing this with you because this is something that you go through no matter what stage you're in, no matter how successful you become in your life, no matter um, how many clients you have, no matter how many things are like textbook going right, these are things that are going to come up. and. Um, I remember as actually, it was so incredibly reassuring to me um, when I was like going through these feelings yesterday and kind of writing about them. I, I wasn't in a space yet where I could like actually sift through to get to the real meat of the problem yesterday, you know, because it was all just like fresh. And it's like one of those things that you go through stages when you're processing things, right? At first, you identify like the surface level problem. And if you're like me, the way that you naturally react is to get pissed off and frustrated and angry and be like, fuck that. <laughs> like, you like you tear down yourself, right? You, um, it's a trigger point. You react negatively. You're not like, oh, well, let me look at that and see how this could be reflecting back to me what I need to work on, right? <laughs> like there's that initial like reactive moment of like, okay, 
this is not my fault, right? And that's very natural. But if you stay there, that's where it becomes unhealthy because you're not willing to actually make the changes. When we get triggered by situations, by other people, it actually has nothing to do with that other person. It actually has everything to do with us and things that are happening internally within us that need to be rectified, that need to be righted, that need to be cleared out, that need to be healed, transformed, etc. And even knowing this, right, and being completely aware that my frustrations and my stress are literally showing me places that need to be addressed and healed within me, my first reaction is, fuck that, not my fault. <laughs> like, let's just be real about it here. Um, the important thing is, is that I don't stay there, right? I know that that is not reality. That's just where my brain wants to be for the moment. So I let it simmer there for a moment so that I can, um, you know, feel sorry for myself, blame, blame my problems on other people or the, uh, the world around me, you know, like <laughs> whatever. Right. And then I'm like, okay, let's move through all of the bullshit, not realistic feelings. Right. Because I know in the back of my mind, these things are just my brain's reaction. My brain trying to like comfort me and keep me in a safe space by not having to identify the real root cause of the problem. But I'm I'm going to let it like hang out here for a minute because I need time to allow that to get really uncomfortable, right? Because there comes a point where that will get really uncomfortable because you know this is not this actually doesn't have to do with anybody or anything else. This has to do with me. And so knowing that if you keep in that state of mind where not my problem, right? Not my fault, et cetera, et cetera. It gets really fucking uncomfortable. It really does. And then you're either like, I'm just going to stay in this place of uncomfortability where I like, it's like, um, what's a good analogy here? So if you, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I don't know why this is coming in. Um, I used to work at a grocery store and there would be like little kids, you know, that would come and swipe the little 25 cent packs of gum. I don't, I don't think that actually exists anymore. If this is aging me, like there you go. Um, but when I was in high school, I worked at a grocery store and you would have like little, you know, you could get like a pack of gum for 25 cents and there'd be little kids that would come in with their moms or whatever, like grocery shopping and they would like take it. and that feeling of like, I know I've done something wrong, but I don't want to feel those feelings. I just want to chew my gum, <laughs> right? At some point that gets uncomfortable if we allow ourselves to really face the truth and recognize within ourselves, like this is, this is not a comfortable state for me to be in. I'm not going to ignore this. I'm going to like address it, right? So anyway, yesterday I was in the feelings of like guilt for feeling this way, frustration for feeling this way, um, anger at myself for feeling this way, anger at the situation, right? All of these things. And, I, I, and at the same time, I was just like, how 
can you possibly be here? Like, and shaming myself, you know, like, how can you possibly feel this way and be so ungrateful for all of the blessings and the miracles that spirit has brought into your life? And like, you shouldn't be here, right? Those shouldn'ts, right? Like those words that I constantly tell my clients, like you, that, that doesn't need to be in your vocabulary, right? <clears throat> like, I shouldn't do this, or I should do this, or I need to do this, or I have to do this. Those kinds of words are really just coded, right, internally. It's like the outer layer of the candy is the should, or the need to, or the have to, or the shouldn'ts, or whatever, um, but the inside of that piece of candy, right, underneath that hard outer coating, um, that's all shame and guilt and like lower vibrational frequencies, right? It's, it's all of this. Um, it's not coming from a good place. It's not coming from a place of joy or fulfillment or empowerment. It's coming from a place of like utter shame or fear or lack or guilt or whatever. And so I'm sitting here shooting myself, right? I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be feeling this way. And I remember when I was going through the initiation, this like popped into my head. I'm so thankful for spirits for bringing this through to me at this time yesterday. Um, because I was like swimming in the river. I wasn't even swimming. Like I was fucking like, <laughs> like gasping for breath, gasping for air in the river of misery. Um, and spirit kind of like dropped me out a little lifeboat ring, you know, like, hold on to this. You're going to be fine. Um, and it was the reminder. So when I was going through the initiation, which is the program for mediumship development from Danielle Serank, Squamish Medium, talked about it a million times on this podcast. We'll probably never stop talking about it. But when I was going through that program, um, there was one of our coaching calls. Was it in the initiation? It might have been in the initiation circle. I don't remember. But either way, like... <laughs> It was important. Um, the initiation circle, by the way, is her monthly membership um, program, which is also a, a fa fantastic place to be. But um, she, we were doing a group coaching call and she got out her journal and she read us an excerpt from her journal um, from a little ways back. Um, she's been doing this, you know, being in this, space for years, almost a decade, I think. And anyway, she got out her journal and she was reading us an excerpt from her journal where she was just like in utter despair, like feeling abandoned by spirit, feeling, um, you know, like losing hope. And, and she was reading it to us and she was like, you know, keep in mind, like things were so flourishing for me, right? Like my business was super successful. Um, my clients, all of these things, right? All of these things around her were super successful. And yet she was feeling this way in this moment. And spirit brought that through to me yesterday. And that created such a blanket of comfort for me because I was like, okay, this is normal, right? This is normal to feel this way. It's not ever a case of I shouldn't be here. It's a case of, okay, why am I here, right? What's happening? And 
yesterday I wasn't ready. I just, I was like, okay, I'm taking this as my little token of comfort, as my little comfy blanket for the day. And I'm just going to release any and all expectations. I'm going to release any need to like dig through. Cause I also know for me personally, sometimes when the awareness comes in of the surface level problem, and if we try to like dig all the way through it right then, it's not ready, right? It's not ready to come to the surface. And so that forcing of, I gotta figure this out right now so I can solve it to move on, that doesn't work. It's just like, you know, this podcast and being open to whenever it's the right time for me to be divinely guided to what is this gonna be called, what direction is it going, all of that, right? It's also being open to being led to the right time to work through those feelings, to work through those traumas, to work through those blocks, to work through those situations, etc. right? Work through the, the problems happening. Um, and so I was like, okay, thank you. Thank you for this reminder. I'm gonna go do my thing today and I'll come back to this when I f am feeling like it's ready to come through, you know? And so this morning I got up and um, went and made my cup of coffee and grabbed my journal and went to the front porch. And I started just kind of like, you know, writing in my journal randomly. And I noticed like, man, I cannot write in my journal for more than a few minutes. And then I'm like, reaching for my phone, scrolling through Instagram, like tracking my messages, whatever. And I wrote down like, clearly there is something here that I am avoiding and not even on a conscious level because I cannot stay focused to write. I said, okay, let's just get it all out there, right? Write down the things that I've been avoiding writing down. And it's so funny too, because when we have a problem, right? Something happening that's trying to reflect back to us what's actually happening internally, right? When we have something that's like triggering us and giving us the opportunity to face it, a lot of times our conscious mind, well, majority of the time, our conscious mind is gonna go, mm -mm, nope, that doesn't feel good, we're not going there. And so you'll notice yourself constantly distracting yourself in other areas, right? What are you doing first thing in the morning that's different than what you were doing before, right? I've noticed now that I'm like thinking about it, right? Like now that I'm going, oh wait, let's really look at this. Let's look at this from a big picture lens. I used to get up, and it's so funny, I used to, like like this happened like years ago. No, like this has literally been over the last couple of weeks when I really, my brain's been in avoidance mode, right? and feeling the misalignment, feeling the frustration, feeling the stress, and like just being like, ah, you know, um, but yet not being in a place where I'm ready to look at it or whether, or in a place where I'm like realizing like, okay, we need to like really, I, I don't wanna feel this way anymore. Let's, let's get down and dirty. Let's see what this is all about. But I would wake up in the mornings and I would start my morning in a really great way and feel very um, 
like refreshed, I would get up and I would just check my calendar real quick to kind of get an idea of, okay, what's happening for today? What's in my calendar? I would get up and I would have my coffee. I would, you know, listen to some music or listen to a podcast or whatever, go out on the front porch, whatever, right? And for the last couple of weeks, what have I been doing in the mornings? I get up, I roll over, I grab my phone, and then I scroll mindlessly on Instagram for a fucking hour. So then by the time I get out of bed, I feel shitty because I've just had my face in my phone all morning. And it's not even a conscious of like a conscious guilt trip of like, oh, you've you've been on your phone for the last no, it's been like I just wasted the best part of my morning, which is like the only part that's quiet, uninterrupted, like (laughs) nobody, nobody there. Meanwhile, I'm going, I wish I had more time to journal. I just don't have time right now. Well, there you go. (laughs) Like That's because you exchanged time for reflection for time for mindless scrolling to avoid the problems that are happening. And our brain is so tricky because it's like, I'm not even going to like consciously tell you or show you that this is why you're doing it, right? We have to uncover that. So different things like that. But anyway, you can kind of like look, okay, where am I increasing avoidance in my life, right? Where am I distracting myself? So this morning I was like, okay, let's just write it all down. Like I've kind of talked about it. I've vented to my husband about it. I've definitely vented in my head about it, but I haven't written it down, which is also interesting because for me, that is a level of avoidance. If I'm not writing it down, then I'm not allowing myself the ability to unconsciously uncover what is below the, the surface, right? What's at the root? Because that is the best way to really get to the root of the problem is by writing it out. Right, writing out what you're going through and then more awareness comes in as you're writing more out, right? And so that was that has been another area of avoidance. So I was like, let's just write it all out. Like write it all out, write it all out, get it all out, Crystal. Like just <laughs> put down on paper what you are saying in your mind, what you're saying out loud, and let's really fucking see where this is going. And So I started writing about my experiences in the Phoenix Rising program. And I'm just going to be like dead honest with you here. And I'm going to share with you what I wrote um, because I think it's important to really see how this process works of like really looking and really reflecting um, and becoming aware of what's happening. So you can kind of take from the steps that I used and apply that in your own life, right? Apply that in your own examination of what's happening for you. But so I was writing one of my frustrations is the fact that I have created like all of these different materials and resources and videos and stuff in the back end, like in their own, like it's a member portal. It's kind of like a vault, right? Like you can go and access these things and get extra training, get extra help, get extra, you know, inspiration, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And, um, 
that it's it's kind of been a, a case where so I've had one client that has not gone in there at all at all not a single time I've had another client that only just started going in there in the last couple of weeks because I like kept referring back to a specific training and they're like this is the questions that you're asking this is what it is like this is where your answer is and you know kept reminding her like hey this is this is the problem solver right here right here right here and then another client um she has been in there every day and um and then another oh there's actually like two clients that have never been in there ever 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 anyway and then there's been like requests for content to be created so i've created that but then it's never been accessed right it's never been used and my initial like i'm writing this out and i'm like it's just frustrating that i'm spending this time creating this shit and it's not being used and then i was reminded by spirit like remember when you went through the initiation you did not utilize all of the training you actually did not go through one of the entire like modules like at all and I was like oh you're right I didn't and it wasn't because I didn't have the availability or I didn't have the time or anything it was just kind of like one of those things that I for whatever reason I was like I I wasn't feeling like pulled to it I wasn't feeling called to it does that mean that it was wasted time for that program creator to create that? No, not at all. Because I also know I've heard from other people in the program that went through at the same time I did that that was one of like the best parts of the training for them, that they got the most out of that, right? And I'm like, right, so it is a case where it will be aligned for some, it will not be aligned for others. Now, how can I look at this? Like, okay, also, Crystal, you have been recommended books, you've been recommended teachings, you've been recommended things throughout the years when you've asked for like, okay, how can I get guidance on this? Or how can I rectify this or whatever? And people will give you the information that you ask for, right? But then you don't do a fucking thing with it for like weeks or months or years sometimes, right? But then, it comes in, it comes back in at the exact right time that you need it. And then you're able to access that. So that is something that you create what they request, right? Maybe somewhere in their subconscious, they know that they need that, right? You know, they know that they're going to need that, but it's not yet time for them to digest that information, right? It's not my decision, right? It's not my control of who needs what when. So there's got to be space in there. I wasn't looking at it in a space of like, what? And I even wrote this. I was like, oh my God, you've been making it all about you, right? What you're creating, what you're putting out there, the time that you're expending, and you're not making it about them of like, this is for you, you can take it or leave it. You can utilize it whenever you need. It doesn't matter whether it's today or tomorrow or next year or 10 years from now, like 
You know what I mean? Just coming from that space of it not being about me at all. Not being about my time, not being about my energy, not being about my input, output, not being about me. And I was like, oh my God. Like that was a huge awareness for me of like, okay, I definitely made that about me. Holy shit. Okay, I'm glad I know that now. The question is, why did I make it about me, right? And I was like, okay, before I can uncover that, I know I've got to like dive even deeper. And so I was kind of going through each of the different clients that I'm working with and like, where are my feelings at? What's happening here? What's, what is going on? Like, where are the different frustrations coming in? And I realized that it's literally been a case of me needing to prove myself, right? to prove that I do have the ability to guide, that I do have the ability to coach, that I do have the ability to give them the answers that they need, that I do have the ability to provide the resources that can help them transform, that can help them overcome, that can help them really accelerate their growth and um, you know that I have the knowledge, right? The proving. And I'm like, oh my God, over and over and over again in all of these different forms, the bottom line is it's me trying to prove myself. And I'm like, it's not about me proving myself to them actually. It's about me proving myself to me. Why do I feel the need to prove myself? And then, um, it came in and what's so interesting is oh and clearly there is a lot a lot of <laughs> emotions here coming in from this and it's gonna sound so silly when I tell you um, but this is just a, a prime example of how something so little can be so life affecting but it it was interesting that this came in because two nights ago um, or maybe even it was last night. I can't remember for sure, but it was last night. Oh my God. Okay. So, so funny. Yeah. Right. When I start yesterday, of course, journaling about like, okay, this is, I'm feeling misaligned. I know that this, something needs to happen. When did this change? Yada, yada, yada. But I'm in the mode of like, I'm not going to look at the true reflection of these triggers. I'm just going to like vent about where I'm being triggered <laughs> and not in a place of like triggering of like blame and um we were we had gone to the store we'd gone to Home Depot to pick up a couple of supplies that Brandon needed and we were on our way back to the house and just fucking randomly out of the blue this memory popped in and I was like, that is so weird. And I kind of felt like this has got to do with something. And this memory has been coming up a lot lately. And I'm like, this is so weird that this would just pop in so randomly. But I know it's got to do with something, right? We're, I know this awareness is coming in for a reason. But I also don't like the feelings associated with that memory. So I'm not, I'm not going to dive into this right now. Like, now is not the time. <laughs> And 
so as I was journaling this morning and I realized like when I'm asking myself like why why do I have this need to prove myself why don't I feel good enough why don't I feel like people will believe me why don't I feel like people will trust me why don't I feel like all of these things right where the fuck is this coming from and then that memory immediately popped up and I was like oh my fucking god holy shit and I started writing this memory down and then I started realizing all of the ways that this played out in my childhood and even in my adulthood so I'm going to share it with you because this was a huge revelation and it was so funny because when that memory came in, all of a sudden spirit was like this, this is how we're opening freedom from within podcast. This is how we're authentically and vulnerably sharing the freedom that is being birthed from within me in this moment. And the awareness, right? Awareness is such a form of freedom. Um, Awakening to our triggers, awakening to uh, what's happening internally, what needs to be healed, what needs to be um, rectified, what needs to be transformed, what needs to be corrected, right? What needs to be uplifted and raised and released. So, um... When I was, I want to say I was probably between 10 and 12 years old. So just a little backstory real quick about my my experience growing up. It was me and my brother. My brother's two, two and a half years younger than I am. Me and my brother, my mom, and my dad. And when I was very young, being the only child, I was like the center of my dad's world. And um, my mom was someone who wanted kids, um, but also didn't didn't like the restrictions that having children brought to her life, right? And um, like, for instance, we were actually, we just had a conversation yesterday and she had made the comment about how her brother, um, you know, he had gone through a divorce and the the split household situation, you know, with his kids, like part of the time at his ex-wife's, part of the time with him, et cetera, et cetera, you know, my cousins. And she had even made the comment yesterday, like when he was going through that years and years ago, I thought like, yeah, it would be great to have your kids only every other weekend but there's a lot of struggle that comes with that just from the relationship side of the co-parenting side, you know? And so that just kind of like briefly to give you an idea of where my mom was coming from, like (laughs) like she would have been in hog heaven having kids part-time, right? Um, But my brother was born and um, he had some problems early on like he had he was born cross-eyed he had to have surgery as a baby to um correct his eye they had thought initially that he was going to be born with developmental delays um he did not end up having those um in the in 
at the level, right, that they had anticipated him having. Um, and, you know, he, he just became like the center of their focus. My brother, by all intents and purposes, is like completely fine and does not have any delays, you know, of that manner. Um, it was kind of a case where like, you know, school, let's say growing up, going through school, he didn't learn the same way as other kids. If you wanted to test him, you know, on knowledge, he, he could not take a physical test and pass, but he could tell you everything, right? Stuff like that, right? So, but he got all of the attention, all the praise in the world. Um, I would like just do everything to be the best child and um, like, you know, getting along with everyone, appeasing everyone, you know, doing whatever to like make everyone else happy. Um, got really good grades, you know, straight A's and my parents didn't give a fuck. My brother would fuck off and um, do shit all the time to get in trouble and get barely passing grades. And they'd be like, good job, good job. Oh my God, we're so proud of you. <laughs> so needless to say, by the time I became a teenager, I was like, well, if it doesn't fucking matter if I try, then I'm not gonna fucking try. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. And then I was very rebellious. <laughs> But when I was between, I would say between the ages of 10 and 12, um, I, my mom was also very like, just naturally high stress, high uh, <laughs> anger person. And I was in my room and she yelled, which was like, I mean, that was, that was more normal than her talking in a normal voice, but she was yelling at me, Crystal Joe, get your butt in here, right? And and um, I was a huge cheese lover, <laughs> like obsessed with cheese. I used to eat cheese like it was the main fucking course of all of my nutrition. <laughs> like, oh my God, I love cheese so much. I can't do that now. Um, my stomach does not respond to dairy since my gallbladder was removed, like, what, 15 years ago? Um, cheese is not my friend. <laughs> but anyway, I was obsessed with cheese. Everybody knew it. But she had a block of cheese, like a block of cheddar cheese, and she was holding it up. I walked into the kitchen. She was holding it up, like, super fucking angry. And she's holding up this block of cheese, and it's got teeth marks in it where someone had literally fucking bitten like they bit a chunk out of the cheese they took a bite out of the block of cheese like straight up with their fucking mouth and there's two teeth imprints um from like the two front top teeth and then like two you know smaller there was like four teeth but like the two main teeth were like you know the most defined anyway that does not matter she's like did you do this and I was like no why would I do that? First off, I knew if I did anything like that, I would get my fucking ass beat. And we're not talking about like, oh, you just say, no, I got my ass beat a lot as a kid, <laughs> like full on belt. Like this was not, you just did not fuck off in our household. <laughs> like, Well, I guess I should say I didn't. My brother did all the time, but you did not 
do that. You know, you didn't make mom mad because you were going to like get your fucking ass beat for it, literally. And um, so I was like, no, I'm not, first off, I'm not stupid enough to do that. Are you fucking kidding me? I didn't say that to her, but I was just like, no, I didn't do it. You know, that there you go. No, I didn't do it. And she didn't believe me. And she kept pressing me and pressing me and pressing me. And I was like, no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. No matter how many times I told her I didn't do it, she didn't believe me. So finally she calls my brother in. She asked him if he did it. And he goes, no, I didn't do that. And so then by this point, my dad's coming in the kitchen and we're all standing around in a circle in the kitchen. My mom is fucking livid because someone took a bite out of the fucking cheese block and no one will fess up. So then she starts taking the block of cheese and putting it up to my brother's like face and being like, show me your teeth. He shows her his teeth and he had like tiny teeth. And so it wasn't, it was not um, a match. And she's like, well, clearly he didn't do it. So she holds him up to my teeth and she goes, these, these are a match. Cause I have like, <laughs> I have two really big front teeth. Um, and I'm like, I didn't do it. Those aren't my teeth. And she goes, well, that's the only explanation. If your brother didn't do it and it clearly isn't his teeth, then you obviously did this. It literally, I was bawling. I was so upset because I was like, I did not do this. This was not me. Like, I swear, I swear on your life. I swear on my life. Like I swear on like everything. Right. Cause back then that was like a big deal. Like if you swear on somebody's life, like, Oh my God, like you're going to hell if you swear on somebody's life and you're lying. Right. Like that was the mentality. I don't know if people still think that these days, but like, I was just like so adamant and she didn't believe me. And I got my fucking ass beat and come to find out later. The truth was that my dad did it. My fucking father did that. And he was standing there not speaking up and not defending me and not telling the truth. And I got in trouble. And my fucking adult fucking father did that. And no matter what I did, she would not believe me. My mom would not believe me. And, oh my God, I told you it's so ridiculous, right? A fucking block of cheese, like how ridiculous, but she would not believe me. And that has been such a trigger point that has come up over and over and over again in my life, right? as a teenager, as an adult, all of these things, I, I still don't know why my dad didn't tell the truth. Um, he claims it's because he didn't want to have to suffer my mother's wrath. Um, well, a lot better than me getting my fucking ass beat for it with a goddamn belt. Are you fucking kidding me for something I didn't do? Um, like there's a lot of anger there, right? Like you were a fucking coward, but whatever. Um, I mean, not, but whatever, but you know what I mean? Like, we can't talk about this all day long. Like you're not my therapist. <laughs> I don't have a therapist, but, um, I don't want to drag you through all that. 
but that awareness was really huge this morning of like, this is where it stems from. It stems from childhood. Where else in your childhood have you seen this reflected back to you that no matter what you did, no matter the mountain of truth that you stood on, you were not believed. You had to prove yourself and even proving yourself, you were not believed. And I started realizing like all of these other things. So my parents had this rule, like you did not go in their bedroom. Their bedroom was off limits. My parents' bedroom was off limits which is so funny because my husband also had the same role growing up and our kids, like, he's always like, man, our fucking kids do not have the same roles that we had growing up because we were not allowed it. Like, you did not step foot in your parents' bedroom. Um, if you did, you were in deep fucking shit. And our kids just, like, come in here like it's their own goddamn palace, right? <laughs> like, all the time. And so anyway... We had this rule growing up. You did not go in our parents' room. Um, when we had our like weekly house cleaning chores, so one of my chores was dusting. My parents had a lot of like, you know, wood furniture, knickknacks, bullshit, and but I would have to ask special permission to go into their bedroom to dust, right? And. It had to be when my mom was at home. It had to be when, like, it could be monitored, so to speak, right? Which is so funny. And this is also why, like, as an adult, I have never understood the need for snooping. Like, I didn't even know it was a thing. Um, and when I, like, early, I was, like, 20, 21, I had moved out to the East Coast. And I had met um, a friend of mine out there. And like, she was like, oh yeah, what are you talking about? Like, I always look in people's bathrooms. Like when I go over to their house and I'm going to the bathroom, like I go through their cabinets and I'm like, what, what? How would you dare to do that? That's insane. <laughs> like that's their own private stuff. You know, like I just, I've always had this big, like you don't touch something that's not yours. You don't go through something that's not yours. You don't open something that's not yours. Like, holy fucking shit, All, you know, even male, right? Like, if it does not have your name on it, you do not fucking touch it. <laughs> like, that's a federal offense, right? Like, all this shit. <laughs> Look, um, I open my husband's mail now. I don't give two fucks. Like, come and get me. <laughs> He's always joking to me. He's like, that's a federal offense, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like, I pay the bills around here. Come on, give me a break. Anyway, but um, growing up, we had that rule. But... And my parents used to always keep like large large amounts of cash on their dresser, in their dresser, in various things in their room. Like they had a waterbed that had like, so like the headboard of the waterbed had drawers and stuff in it, like all this different shit. And my brother would constantly steal from them, like large amounts of cash, always. My parents also knew that he did it eventually, but it was constantly a need to prove myself that I did not steal the money and that they did not believe me that I did not take the money. And because of course my brother would deny it also. And they just naturally gave him free passes on shit. And I've even found out stories in my adulthood of where my parents would assume that I did something and later on 
um, they knew that my brother had actually been the one to do it, but they just let it slide because it wasn't worth the, the fight. Are you kidding me? Like, we just had this conversation last year or a few months ago or something. I don't know. Sometime recently where my mom had admitted that she knew shit that my brother had done that I was blamed for, but it was just easier not to deal with it on him because she knew that holding him accountable wouldn't change him doing it. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense <laughs> at all. But there were all these different times growing up where I had to constantly fight tooth and nail to prove myself and I still wasn't believed. And no matter how much truth and proof I showed, it was not accepted. And even as an adult, my parents have said things like, oh yeah, we knew you were sneaking out in like freshman year of high school. And I'm like, what? No, I never did. I was like, I was too afraid to sneak out. Are you fucking kidding me? I didn't actually start sneaking out until after I was 18, my senior year, because I turned 18 like within a month of senior year starting or within like the first two months of senior year starting. And I'm like, so I snuck out of the house, but after I was 18, because then I knew number one, I wouldn't get in trouble for being out past curfew because at 18 you're a legal adult. And so there is an actual like curfew. Um, but number two, I was like, okay, I, I won't get at as much trouble at home if I get caught because I'm a legal adult, right? But I was like, no, I, I never snuck out until after that point because I was like deathly afraid of getting caught. Are you fucking kidding me? And they're like, oh, we know you did. We know you did. We know you did. Like I have had these conversations literally within the last 10 years and within the last five years, actually. And finally, my mom had said it one day and I was like, look, I'm a grown ass fucking woman. I have no fucking reason to lie to you or to make up stories about what I did in high school for fear of getting in trouble from you. Why the fuck would I be lying about this? You know, and she still didn't believe me. And I'm like, what is happening? Like what fucking matrix am I in? Because no matter what I do, no matter what I say, they don't believe me. And I fought so hard to do things right, to do, to be truthful. Like when I was in high school, um, I only ever missed curfew once, once, one time, ever, 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 ever. And I went out a lot. Um, but I had gone over to my boyfriend's house at the time. Me and him and his mom were watching a movie and I was supposed to be home I think at like 11 and um, it had been a crazy ass week at school. It had been a crazy ass week at work. I had worked a lot of hours that week after school and I was tired, right? But you're like 16 and you're like, I still want to go out with my friends or I want to go out with my boyfriend or whatever, right? You don't want to like, you're not like, I should get some rest. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm still going to go over to his house and watch this movie because he and his mom and I had planned on it um, in advance. And so I fell asleep 
literally on the couch in the living room while watching the movie. And I, because of that, I was not awake to pay attention to the time. This is like before cell phones. <laughs> I did not have a cell phone. This is like pre-cell phone age, right? And so my mom had called his mom's house and was fucking pissed. She'd called at curfew because I wasn't home. And um, because I also had the rule, like you couldn't show up in the driveway at curfew. You had to like, you had to actually be physically in the house, like bagged down, everything, like keys out of hand, everything put up by curfew. So I actually had to be home, like pulling into the driveway roughly 10 minutes before um, it was time for me to be home so that I wouldn't get in trouble. So she called at 11 and was fucking livid. So I raced home, like I freaked out. His mom woke me up. She had lost track of the time and um, she was like, go. And so I like raced home and gotten so much shit. And I'm like, literally that's the only time that I missed curfew. And I, this is why I missed it, right? Not, not excusing it, but like saying this is what happened. His mom had told my mom what had happened. She was there, right? She was like, this wasn't like some like weird, like teenage fucking fuckery bullshit. This was like legit, like I was just tired. And his mom had like literally told her the truth. She still wouldn't believe that coming from another adult. Like all of it, it's just crazy shit. Like, I don't know. I just don't understand. I don't understand. My brother missed curfew all the fucking time. Never got in trouble for it. Um, just, there's just so many layers here. But the point is, is that I only screwed up once, so to speak. And like, out of all of the times, just one time. And so there's like so many things here that are being uncovered but it's the realization of my need to prove myself and my ability and my trustworthiness and my everything stems from childhood and those things being reiterated over and over to me through adulthood even and by my parents it all comes from my parents and because I've never had trust issues anywhere else in my life with anyone else like friends relationships you know all of that and it's just literally my parents so now it becomes okay how do I heal this how do I get through this need, right? Heal this need to prove myself because it's not actually my need to prove myself to other people. It's, well, it, I mean, it is, it's my need to prove myself to other people, but that's not where the energy comes from, right? That's not where the, the helping and the guiding comes from. If it's about me, it's, it's, you know, it's gotta be about my clients. It's gotta be about the work that I'm putting out there. And so this is just, it's very raw, it's very new, it's very fresh, so I don't have answers right this second. I know that there's some inner child healing that's gotta be done. Um, and this is gonna be a journey for me, right? This is gonna be a, a real 
journey for me because this has been an area that has shown up over and over and over again. And my need to, to prove myself because of not being believed, not being, um, yeah, not being believed all through my childhood into my adulthood, like still to this day from my parents. And it is, there's a lot here. So it's one of those things that when we're going through the shit, right? And we're feeling these places of misalignment. We have to look at where did I become unaligned? What is this showing me about myself? Where is this, where am I being triggered? Where am I feeling the need to prove myself to other people? Why do I feel that? Where is that coming from? What is that showing me? Right? What is that reflecting back to me? Where am I getting frustrated from other circumstances, other individuals, other situations, whatever? What is that reflecting back to me? Where is this coming from within, right? And being open to receiving the answers, not being in a space of like, I'm going to figure this out, but being in a space of like, I just need clarity. And I am open to receiving that clarity in whatever form it comes. And then feeling those things and understanding that we have to feel those things to be able to work through them and to be able to heal them. We have to feel the hard feelings and that's gonna be the next step for me is really feeling like all of the spaces that this hurts and all of the spaces that hurt as a child in all the ways that that angered me and frustrated me and all of the unfairness that I felt for getting my fucking ass beat for shit that I didn't do. And how do I, you know, being open to receiving the answers of how do I heal this? Because the healing isn't always the same for every circumstance. It's not. It's not ever going to be the same for every exact circumstance but being open to seeing, okay, how can I move through this? And now how can I best step out of this space of needing to prove myself so that I can be of service? Not making this about me, not making this about my need to prove because I don't need to prove. Spirit would not have brought me here. Spirit would not have brought me into this space of helping other people if I wasn't able to do it, right? I've got several years under my belt of coaching other people and making a difference in their lives and helping guide them to the healing, to the transformation, to the ability to thrive and live life joyfully and fulfill fulfillingly and empoweringly, you know, and being able to really step into their own. Um, but this is a cycle that keeps coming back up for me. This is a cycle that I'm constantly weaving myself in and out of. And now I'm ready to free myself from that. So now it's a matter of actually like doing the healing work and seeing the true root of it, right? This has been a cycle of like, I feel this need to prove myself, but I'm not 
truly uncovering where it's coming from. And now I am uncovering where it's coming from. So now I can begin the healing process of feeling the things, feeling the years, years of pent up anger and regression and hurt and pain, um, physical, emotional, everything that has occurred and getting to go through that process and and there's also going to be levels of forgiveness in there too right um forgiving my parents which i can honestly say right now i'm not ready to do um i've forgiven them from for so much in different areas over the course of the past several years that i've been going through this work and healing myself and and doing that but there's always new layers right there's always new areas of healing and growth and forgiveness that come in and so now it's getting to that place where I know in this moment in time right this second I'm not there yet um, because it's still really raw and really fresh and so there's just so much that's gonna be worked through here this is the beginning of the process for me but I am so grateful for this awareness. I'm so grateful for this opening. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to see this reflected back to me in the first five weeks of working with these women, of coaching them. Um, because what that does for me is that gives me an opportunity that over the next seven weeks that are remaining for our work together, that I get to make this the most beautiful transformational experience for them because now I'm aware. Now I'm aware of my triggers, right? Now I'm aware of my... Um, need to prove and I can let go of that so that I can help them and go back to the whole reason why this started in the first place is to help them and not in a sense that is feeding my ego right in a sense of like showing me or proving me and my worth but in a sense of all 100% about them and getting them the help that they need and the guidance that they need and the transformation that they need. And there's a, there's a worthiness factor in there too, right? Of me establishing my own worth within myself, right? There's some self-worth things happening there that are also stemming from the lack of belief that has occurred from my parents, from my childhood, all up into my adulthood, um, and areas of self-worth that have been damaged because of that, that healing needs to occur within that. So it's a beautiful opportunity. I'm so thankful for this awareness. I am, I literally feel like a fucking thousand pound weight has been removed from my shoulders. I really do. I know that the work now begins internally for me in this area of my life, in the self-worth, in the forgiveness, in the releasing the need to prove myself. 
And that is going to be work. But I am so grateful for the awareness. Not the surface level, like, I'm pissed off and angry and stressed out and I'm just going to play the blame game. But in the space of, like, now I actually know. Now I'm actually aware of what's happening at the root here. And that is so freeing in itself. So now I am experiencing freedom from within because I am freeing myself of the need to blame external circumstances, right? I'm freeing myself from the surface level view and I'm freeing myself from the actual root problem, the internal trauma that's happened that has created this that's showing up in this way. And I can also look like, where is this happening in my marriage, right? Where is my need to prove showing up? Because I know it's there too. There's been areas of like where I've needed to prove myself. I felt the need to prove myself. And my husband's looking at me going like, what is your deal? Like, why are you getting so worked up over this? It's not a big deal, right? Um, in my job as a mother, right? In my life as a mother. Where is this happening in my corporate job? Where is this happening in my friendships? Where is this happening everywhere, right? That awareness is freeing. That willingness to be open to receiving the answers, the guidance, the healing, the releasing, all of it. That is freedom from within. Thank you for being here with me today, for listening to me get really honest about what I'm going through in this exact moment in time. Thank you for listening to my cheese story. <laughs> um, I hope that this has helped. I hope that this has helped you see not only that this is happening at every stage, at every level, right? This is not something that you just overcome one thing in your life and you never have to deal with it again. No matter how amazing life is unfolding around you, um, this is something that's happening at, at every level, at every stage. I hope it's also helped you in seeing that the opportunities come from our triggers. The awareness comes from our triggers. The ability for us to dig deeper starts with our willingness to see and get uncomfortable with the fact that whatever's happening in our lives is not actually someone else's fault. <laughs> it's not actually another circumstance's fault. It's happening from something within. Okay, where is that? I'm willing to look at this, right? All of these things. I hope this has helped. I would love to hear your stories. I would love to hear your experiences with places that you have felt the need to prove yourself or with places that you felt traumas come up um, from childhood, from your experiences, from adulthood, whatever it is, share those with me. Um, send me a message on Instagram. I'm at the freedom medium. 
you know, let me know. The way that we heal as a collective is by knowing that we're not going through this alone, by knowing that we are not fighting battles that no one else is experiencing, right? We're all going through the same things in one form or another. Allow yourself to open up to being vulnerable, to to admitting that these are struggles within yourself. It doesn't feel comfortable, I can tell you that. Like I was, like I said at the beginning of this, my heart space was like so tense, so tight. Like it was uncomfortable as fuck. You know what my heart space feels now? Freedom, actual freedom. Like it feels just so open because I'm not hiding in shame or guilt or like I'm feeling of ungratefulness or feeling of shoulds or feeling of um, like, are you fucking kidding me? How can you dare to like feel this way or be going through these things when all of these beautiful blessings are happening around you? All of it, right? Or like, you can't say this, you can't share this with other people because then they'll be like, are you kidding me? Like, these are things that you're thinking and feeling while you're like helping other people, right? All of these things, right? Releasing that need to not share, to not be vulnerable in that space, right? It's freeing. There's so many ways that you can find freedom from within. So... I invite you to open yourself up, share your experience, share this episode if it helped you, if it's opening your eyes to anything, if it's resonating with you, share this episode, share it with others so that they can experience that too and understand that they are not alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. I am not alone. And the more that we become willing to be open and vulnerable in sharing our experiences and sharing the rawness and the realness of what we are experiencing in the moment and what we are going through, the more we open ourselves and others up to healing. Healing within ourselves, healing within the collective, healing all around. I love you guys so much. I'm so glad that I have this space where I can trust and feel safe in being vulnerable and not have to come from a space of needing to prove myself. This is a beautiful space that I don't feel the need to prove myself. And it's just because you all are so amazing and so wonderful and so supportive and so loving and accepting of my truths, no matter what they are, when they are, how they come in, any of that. I love you. I love you. I love you. I cannot say that enough. Thank you for listening this week. Thank you for tuning in to the Freedom From Within podcast. I am excited for this journey. I'm excited for where it's going. And I'm excited that Spirit brought us here today. It's 1144 as I am ending this recording. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week.